is Ag on Tap. I'm Sabrina Halverson. I'm Rusty Halverson. What are we talking about today, Rusty? We are going to talk about tractors, old tractors, and how they mean so much to us from an emotional standpoint. And we've got a fella who really, really likes old tractors. All right, so who are we talking to today? We're going to be talking with Tom Brand. He's the executive director of the National Association of Farm Broadcasting, and he's a past farm broadcaster, too, and he's got some unique perspective. uh, Oh, that's him on the phone. Shall we answer? Okay. Oh, Oh, I hung up on him. (laughs) 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 All right, let's try that again. (laughs) Goodness sakes. Good thing we're not live. Yeah. Um, there, it's ringing. Hey, Rusty. Hey, there may be some editing needed for this, <laughs> <laughs> this interview. <laughs> Sorry yeah, for hanging up on you. Oh. Okay, super. All right, well, we would like to start off the conversation today, Tom, just on uh, your love of tractors and growing up on the farm, being around equipment and machinery, and uh, in your past... Uh, as a farm broadcaster, I understand that you have been a leader of a tractor cade, a tractor parade for folks, and uh, something near and dear to your heart. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about uh, just what inspires you about the old machinery these days? You know, I, I grew up on, on, to be politically correct, a diversified family farm mm-hmm. um, in northwest Missouri. We had we had livestock, we had row crops, we had hay crop, um, raised some alfalfa. Um, I think um, we we had a good diversity of things. We didn't have any dairy cattle and and, uh, and didn't have any uh, any sheep when I was a kid. We did the, uh, later after I had gone away to college. But um, when whenever I first learned how to drive, well, it was a combination of an old Ford pickup that uh, that you could set the throttle control on, and Dad would put it in four low, and <laughs> and uh, he'd tell me just drive towards that tree and he'd hop in the back and he'd throw out bales yeah okay and then uh um, i graduated i guess you could say up to uh to a tractor and i didn't think much of it it was a it was a m farm all h farm all we we had a bunch of just good utility tractors around the place yeah and the uh the m farm all is what we use um on the hay rack okay of course i think that's one of the first things a kid does is either rake hay or drive the drive the tractor on the hay rack and and this tractor had a hand clutch on it oh and so uh um, it made it a little bit easier especially for a kid that didn't have quite long enough legs to reach the pedals and <laughs> and uh you know i'd put her in gear and then slip that clutch forward and away we'd go and somebody'd say whoa or ease up and i'd adjust the throttle or i'd pop that clutch back and and uh, slow down and then engage it again and yeah. um you know, then then as I, I got older, I was I was running what I guess you might consider real equipment at that point in time. Um, we had a, we had a good um, John Deere dealership about 15 miles south of us, mm-hmm. and we had a good uh, um, what at the time would have just been an international dealership, and then a Case IH dealership about 30 35 miles to the to the north of us. So we had both colors on the farm. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, um, 1586 was the first uh, big tractor that I remember driving. Um, did a lot of time in a in a forty four forty John Deere, oh. um, as well as a forty two fifty John Deere that had front wheel assist. Uh, um, you know what a what a difference that was. So I, I I guess there there was a love of farm equipment just because you grew up around it. 
Yeah. But where the the love of the antique tractors came about was, uh, oh boy, back in the in the early part of the '90s, my dad went to an auction, and mm. there was a Minneapolis Moline R that was uh, selling. And uh, it actually had a tree that was growing up through the frame of it. Um, and and uh, he paid, it was either $7 or $12 for it. I can't remember which it was, but it wasn't very much money. Yeah. It sold for less than scrap. Um, the motor was stuck on it. I don't know that it had three flicks of paint on the entire thing. Yeah. Um, but but he brought it home because he saw potential in it. Yeah. And uh, um, my, my two brothers and, and dad were on the farm and, and uh, this is about the time that I was was either in college or or just starting a career in farm broadcasting, and I didn't get in on a lot of that tractor restoration. But I saw the the love and the passion that Dad had for it. He got the motor; um, it, it was stuck. He got the motor to run. Wow! Um, they they had a sandblaster and they sandblasted down the frame, and they uh, they got things painted up. And um, boy, I tell you what, if, if you're looking for a for an antique tractor restoration that's just pretty cool. That prairie gold and, and red is a pretty color combination, and yeah. we got to take it at parades, and he'd have a wagon on the back, and kids and grandkids and, you know, whatnot would, would ride in there, and, and it, it was just something that the that was centered around family. Yeah, and, and when you, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, just when, when you think about uh, some fun activities you do on the farm, you know, lots of times we get bogged down about the, the work that's there. And, and and we do have fun on the farm, and, and, and that was one of those things that I think all of us rallied around was um, fixing up tractors, got to be parade day, washing, waxing, maybe waxing again, you know, making sure it was it was loaded up on the trigger the right if you were going to a community further away, and, yeah. and uh, just something that we all loved. And, and a lot of it was just Dad's initial passion that he had for, for antique tractors. Yeah, and I think back uh, in, in my farm uh, family history, uh, one of the one of the things that uh, sticks out to me is back in the '60s, uh, my grandpa Jack, he had uh, I, I think it was a set of three 4020 John Deere tractors, and yeah, yeah, the pride. In fact, that's uh, that's the tractor that I learned to just do tillage on as a, uh, a as a young kid, and uh, my uncle Bim Larry, uh, Larry Fullman, who is a farmer. He restored a 4020 tractor, and when you talk about family, and when you talk about just memories of what you do uh, every day, and how vital these pieces of equipment are, they become so much of your life, Tom. They 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 do. You know, I I've I've got so many memories that go back to riding in the tractor. Um, you know, riding along with mom when when uh, we were cultivating. Actually, no disking on yep. the field, uh, getting ready to plant corn. Or actually, getting ready to plant beans. Okay. I, I actually had to, to rewind the wheels a little bit. Um, I can remember being down on the bottom, and we could see this beehive on the side of a corn stalk. <laughs> and as we got closer and closer, the, 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 uh, the old international tractor we had then, I, I couldn't even tell you what it was, didn't have air conditioning. So we had the windows. You know, those were those windows that, that popped out on the side. Yep, and wide open. Those windows open I was scared enough of bees as a young kid that I just said, we we got to close those windows. And I remember closing up the windows for fear the bees were going to come in whenever we hit that hive and <laughs> and just, you know, attack us in the cab. Well, shoot, it, 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 it all it did was plow them under. <laughs> you know, um, I, of all things, I never plowed um, any 
um, in my lifetime. And I think that's because I was the youngest of three boys on the farm. Yeah. Um, but I remember riding along, um, we had a 4220 that had a, had a little uh, sun cab over oh. the top of it, kind of a safety cab. Yep, yep. I can remember riding along on the fender with my brother and the smell of plowed dirt. I can remember that like it was this afternoon. Yeah. You know, just um, just great memories there. My dad had a heart attack whenever I was uh, um, 16 years old. Oof. And, uh, and he'd had some heart issues uh, prior to that. And so they, uh, um, again, youngest, yep. um, what's the best way you can help? Um, launch ride along with dad. And when it comes time to, to fill that uh, that planter with corn and with beans, um, you're going to be the point guy. Um, gets time for lunch, you'll you'll do the d- distribution of lunches. I didn't have a driver's license yet, but <laughs> riding along with Dad and that 4440, um, and and uh, and planting corn and planting beans, and the conversations that we had, um, priceless. I, I look back yeah. at that. Oh, completely priceless. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think uh, Sabrina has some questions when it comes to uh, your past work. When it comes to tractor caves and some of perhaps some of the uh, well, let me here. Let, I'm going to interrupt you, Rusty. Okay. So here's here's <coughs> my background with tractors. None. They, they, they have wheels. <laughs> <laughs> so I've got so okay. Well, you see. In doing this podcast, I have thrown Rusty into an interview about pumpkins, and I've thrown Rusty into an interview about alpacas, and those are kind of my things. And so I think he's getting even with me because uh-huh. you know those really like cool hot country girls that are riding their tractors, and I, I'm not one of those. So <laughs> I know nothing about you guys. Might as well be telling me how to build a, a rocket. So I have no idea. But I know, you know that people though, are Sabrina, dedicated. We, we get you around an antique tractor, and uh, especially an old two-cylinder John Deere, which I've, if, if I've got any favoritism, it's that. And you hear that that motor go pop. Yeah, pop, like the pop, old pop. Uh, Model D. Uh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. You know, and, and if, if, you, if you just ride around on a parking lot on the back hitch or sit on a fender of one if they've got a fender, mm-hmm. um, I don't think it'd take you very long at all to be hooked. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, anywho, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. I can't even ask intelligent questions because I really don't well, have any. Like the only question I had, you've already answered. I wanted to know what is. If you go back into your childhood, what is your very first? And I'd like to hear this from you too, Rusty. Okay. The very first tractor memory that you have, because I can tell just from listening to the two of you talk, that this is a very like it's a deeply embedded emotional experience for you guys Mm -hmm. and i can't say that i completely understand that but i'm very interested and i would like to know for both of you what is the very first childhood tractor memory that you have and what does it mean to you okay tom i'm gonna start um okay okay uh on the farm as a uh oh i don't know if i was a teen or 11 12 years old um i was put with the task of mowing the yard on a John Deere riding lawnmower. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, at that young age, had the fortunate event of running over a chain from a swing set. <laughs> so oh. I pretty much wrecked the mower oh, for no. the day. <laughs> and that was my start with tractors. But uh, That's not so good. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not so good. How about you, Tom? A couple of different ones come to mind. Um, 
one is, is the first time driving and then just what a nervous wreck I was. But the very first memory that I, uh, that I have is uh, um, being barefoot, um, Dad coming back to the house. He'd been bailing hay with, uh, with a little round Alice Chalmers baler, mm-hmm. and he had a WD Alice Chalmers. Okay. And uh, I, I'm pretty sure I was barefoot, and, and, and this is the reason I'm pretty sure the memory is right. I ran down through the yard, just wanted to ride just a little bit with him um, on that tractor. He was, he was coming back home. So, boy, he, he stopped. He pulled me up. I got on. And the platform on that tractor, between the heat of the day and Ooh. the fact that he'd been bailing hay all day long, was hot. Ooh. And I remember standing on that platform barefooted. <laughs> and it didn't take but just a few seconds, and my feet were burning up. And, you know, letting out a yelp. And with that, he set me up on his knee, and, and all was well. But yeah. that, I think that's the very first thing that, that, I, that I revert back to. I, I mean, I would have had to have been preschool. Um, at that that point in time. Wow. You know, Tom, um, this just popped into my head. Uh, We have such uh, good memories about those old tractors, open cab, you're out, uh, like you said, sun's beating down on you, stuff like that. You might have a little bit of sunscreen protection. But what do you think about uh, today's kids and today's tractors? I mean, it's so much different than what we grew up with. Do you think they'll have the same memories that you know, we've had from youth that we grab onto so much and cherish? I, I think it'd be hard for them just because um, the era of equipment is completely different. Yeah. You know, we were still on that, that older generation with the H and the M, and yeah, we had some newer stuff too, but, but we had that, that blend of equipment. I cultivated corn with a, with a 656 mm-hmm. um, international tractor, mm-hmm. a no-cab. It was my grandpa's tractor. Um, I, I remember... You'd line up the you'd line up the bolts on the front right axle with the row. That and, was kind of where yep. your spot was going to be. And give her head. I was horrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was horrible about making corners. Uh, you know, <laughs> it was such a learning process, and there was no hiding that. You know, you you um, especially when it came harvest time because Dad was running the combine. He knew where you'd fallen asleep cultivating corn. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, so yeah. I, what great memories but yeah i do have to wonder with auto guidance and and even self-steering and and uh you know the the technology that's out there how much um how much appreciation there may be or or maybe that makes people appreciate that older equipment all that much more as yeah the amount of work that's involved with it yeah i think you're right i yeah. think you're right about that what qualifies something as an antique tractor is there like a hmm. from a certain year on or is it just you know, when we started doing that that charity tractor drive, there was a there was a discussion as to what what years were we going to allow. And I said, it's a fundraiser. If they want to bring something new, let them bring something new. Mm-hmm. We would prefer at that time. I think we were looking for nineteen, you know, seventy something and older. Uh, yeah. Don't um, say that. We're antiques, Tom. I was going to say that makes me an antique. Um, I, I've, I've seen tractor rides since then that uh, they're charging extra if you want to drive a, a cabbed tractor oh. so they're encouraging people to, to drive an open air tractor you know instead yeah. umbrellas are allowed um i'm not sure that i <laughs> i'm old enough now that i i always hate to put a year with what is an antique mm-hmm. but yeah. um you know for, for us when we were doing the tractor drive we had a lot of tractors that were coming out of the out of the 40s and oh. and since then okay. um you know that those those were tractors we were looking for something that could could get down the road at 10 mile an hour 
Um, we had some tractors that didn't quite do 10 mile an hour <laughs> that you had to make some adjustments for. But, uh, but that, that's, that's pretty much what we're looking for. So that, that made it a little easier for, for what guys would bring along. Okay. Is, is the parade still, uh, you know, you are executive director of NAFB, uh, of Farm Broadcasting Days in the rearview mirror for the time being. Uh, I'm not going to speak for a year or anything like that. <laughs> but, but is you the, know, I'm, I'm it, glad you said for the time being, Russ. <laughs> um, it, was, it, it was a passion of mine that I, that I absolutely loved and I miss. Yeah. And we, we ran this charity tractor drive for nine years. And then when I came to NAFB, the intention was to continue it, and just a, an odd set of circumstances. Um, one of the one of the people on the organizing committee's wife was diagnosed with cancer. Oh gosh. Another one's daughter was getting married. Um, my mother-in-law um, fell and and uh, and uh, um, had a brain uh, had a brain bleed that she passed away from. My goodness. There's just so many things that were going on that we said we we can't get organized. Yeah. You know, with the amount of time that it was going to take. And so we ended the drive. The last one we did was in 2011. I still would love to put that tractor drive together again someday. Yeah. Um, you know, when when it hit its peak, um, we were we were over 350 tractors that wow. came in. Um, we had we had drivers that were coming in from Florida. I think we had 17 states represented one year. Is that right? Um, that was that was horribly exciting. Yeah. You know, and 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 so much fun, and we were raising money for a good cause, and. And uh, it, it all just fell together, just just like you'd like to see. Um, if if there's anything I think that I, I take away from the fact that we're not doing it anymore, is that there there had been a group that, that split off from us. Um, you know how some things happen in rural communities. Mm-hmm. One group wants to go one way and one wants to go the other. Mm-hmm. We continued our drive. They started a new drive. They've continued. Um, and then uh, a couple of years after we ended our drive, there was a uh, another um, organization was formed. And they do a, a, a charity tractor drive for a scholarship fund, so we still see things continuing, and 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 that's been that's been great to see. Yeah. That is, yeah. I tell you what, Tom. Uh, just kind of to wrap things up. I mean, uh, the people that listen to this podcast, they need to understand about what a big heart you yes. have. Totally. Yeah, he's getting emotional. Rusty's crying for those who are listening. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, just such a big heart, and the way that you've given back to your audience, to your listeners, it just reflects on the person you are and what you bring to the table when you're executive director of the NAFB. I appreciate that, Rusty. I I tell you, um, I I can't take full credit um, by any means. Um, My dad and brother were on the, the cover of the 2003 Classic Tractor Calendar. And the photographer that came and, and shot that picture, and, and for anybody who's had that calendar in the past, they may remember it because it was an international tractor and a John Deere tractor that were chained together at the at the hitch with my nephew standing in the middle. And I think they called it grudge match. <laughs> the story is that my, my, my dad loved John Deere, my brother loved international, and so um, John Harvey that put that calendar together said, ah, oh, that's, that's the perfect storyline for this, this cover. Yeah. And the photographer was, was a guy by the name of Mike Hood. And WHO Radio had been going to the tractor drive. They called it a tractor cave. They still do. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for a couple, maybe three years. And I said, man, I want to do that. And Mike said, he said, Tom, he said, you got the, you got the platform to do it with the radio station. He yeah. said, but if you do it, do it for a good cause. Yeah. And that really resonated with me. Um, and I, I thought, you know what? There's, there's no use for it to be a, a moneymaker for the radio station. Let's do it for a good cause. 
And when I brought it up at the station, initially the people that were in that meeting said, ah, you're not going to have people come up and, and drive tractors for a day. And, <laughs> and they kind of laughed it off. And, and it was a blessing because yeah. um, it ended up not becoming the radio station's property. It was an independent organization. We got um, good media coverage from the station, of course, but we also got it from the newspaper and from the television station and surrounding media because it wasn't associated with just that radio station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, you know, and, 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 and the, the folks that decided to organize it, they, they saw that vision as well. Um, you know, that, 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 was, that was part of the, part of the, the uh, split, was that there's a group of us that were very um, enthusiastic about it being a fundraiser, and others that just wanted to be a tractor drive, and, and we said, we're going to stick with the fundraiser. Yeah. And uh, um, we we're, were fortunate. We had, we had great participation, and, and got some, some national recognition. And, uh, um, well, Oprah Winfrey uh, recognized with, a, with Oprah's big give and, and contributed $10,000 matching funds. And, and the American Profile magazine did an article on us. And um, there, was even a, there was even a car dealer that was, was named the, uh, the, the dealer of the year who had been a, a good sponsor partner with us who uh, had an, a full-page advertisement in the Time magazine and uh, he had me to come in and, and have my picture taken with him yeah. as he posed next to his tractor yeah, um, right? to talk about their community involvement. So, yeah, right? um, yeah just, you know, uh, um, I, I, I just was one of those that helped implement the idea and, and, and drove a tractor. It was those hundreds of, of guys and gals that showed up from across the country that, that made it a success and, and dug in their pockets and, and were generous in their donations. Yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you what, you've been such a good sport. Thanks for talking with us today, Tom, and thanks for sharing your memories on the farm and and uh, old tractor memories. And uh, I'm not going to put you on the spot and ask you what your favorite color <laughs> is or anything like that. <laughs> yeah, I hear that's a big thing. Well, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, there, there's one direction I seem to lean, but at the same time, if uh, if they're running or they're just a, a good uh, fence or ornament, I have an appreciation for them. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, um, I tell you what, that's uh, pretty much the visit that we were hoping for today, Tom. And uh, uh, thank you for your time uh, carving it out on a work day. And thanks for sharing some of your memories. And uh, yeah, now I'm going to think about a barefoot Tom Brown running across <laughs> the yard. <laughs> I tell you what, though, I've got a great set of calluses today. As a <laughs> all right. All right. Well, shoot, Thank Sabrina. Thank you, Tom. No, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Thank All you, right. Tom. We appreciate it. Yeah, all right. All right. Oh, thank you, guys. It's, you it's fun. You know, you you think about things that you just don't uh, normally think about when you do something like this. So yeah, thank exactly. You. That, exactly. That brings back some great memories. Yeah, yeah, it sure does. Sure does. Okay, you take care. We'll talk to you later. You too. What a fun visit. I, I still can't say that I totally understand everything about tractors but i know that they're very important to people yeah they uh they serve as uh, a touchstone in our lives mm-hmm. um you spend so much time working on the farm and uh, it just becomes a part of your identity sometimes yeah i do have one little tractor memory okay it's actually a memory of a picture in which i'm like four and i'm sitting in what you would probably consider a riding lawnmower, but to me it was a big old tractor. Mm. And I'm at the wheel, and my two cousins, who are older than me, they were maybe like, I don't know, 10 and 12 or something like that, 
eight and ten. I don't know, but they're throwing hay off the tractor. It sounds totally safe. Yeah, right? Well, this was the <laughs> 70s, early 80s, so that's <laughs> so what we did. But again, I say tractor. When I think of a tractor now, it's like the, the, you know, the big things oh, that yeah. we see out in the fields. This honestly was more like a riding lawnmower, but to me, I was driving this great big old tractor. Yeah, yeah. That's my one, and that was my, my uncle's had farms. Yeah. So I don't know if it was that, I don't know which uncle it was at, or maybe it was my grandfather. No idea. And I mostly just remember the picture, but I have one tractor memory, so. And that's a memory you still carry with you. That's so right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good visit. Oh, also, I think that we should let our listeners know that you have a tractor out in the garage. Oh, it's a toy tractor. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to post a picture of you and your toy tractor. Well, maybe someday. <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know what we're going to talk about next time, but I'm choosing the topic. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Well, this has been Ag on Tap. I'm Sabrina Halverson. I'm Rusty. Join us next time.